Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Two Tunes Podcast. So I will mention it. I okay. will mention that. Mention that first thing. off, uh, we haven't recorded in three weeks. Yeah. Because if we're musical rusty. seasons. <laughs> um, and this is recorded for you who are listening to it on the day it comes out yesterday. Yeah. This is Monday. Considering our first, we recorded our first episode like three months or almost two months before it came out, and now yes. we're doing less than twenty four hours. Yeah, we're living on the edge, man. Man, I wish I had some. <laughs> like, I I always have these ideas of like, hey, you know, like musical things to like just put in there, right? Like you said, living on the edge, and I oh, just want right, to be yeah. like living on the edge. Yeah, from Aerosmith from the nineties. It was great. Yeah, these songs are not from the nineties. <laughs> Do you know a thing? What's that song that Aerosmith does from the Armageddon soundtrack? Oh, God. Do you know the one? You know the one. It's like, I'll, no, because now I'm thinking, anything I do, I'll do it for you. Nope, that's, that's a different song. That, that, yeah, a different I group. <laughs> I don't even think it's by the same group. Do you know the one I mean, though? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm like thinking of the video with yeah. Ben Affleck. Like so anyway, so someone pointed out to me, uh, I think it's my friend Matt Saracini. He pointed out to me that um, there's just a lot of triangle in the mix in that tune. Oh, okay. And, and I'm like triangle. And, what are you talking about? Yeah, like about? like the instrument, the triangle. Yeah. You need to listen to that tune now, and now you're never not going to be able to hear the triangle. <laughs> I'll forget about the time. Because it's I one of those things that like I had heard that song for I don't know oh, yeah. 15, 20 years, and then he was like, you know, there's like a ton of triangle on that. And then I listened to it again, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And now every time it comes on, I'm like, so much triangle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is there's triangle in a uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Sure. One time, <laughs> and it's to the effect of showing you uh or musically representing a lyrics okay like shivers down my spine mm-hmm. nice and then that's it that's the only time it's a triangle solo <laughs> that's awesome yeah all right so that's that's our we're rusty i'll yeah. say that also we tried doing this episode already <laughs> yeah i thought that's the thing you were gonna say i'm gonna say it no, you say that we tried doing it over zoom and it was Mild success. It was weird. Yeah. Um, my daughter was there. She was just she showed me there. some cool drawings that she made. She did, but that was not record. That was that part wasn't recorded. <laughs> that true. was after the the episode had failed. That's true. But she totally went upstairs, got her drawings, and came back downstairs <laughs> to show you. Yeah, that was very sweet. <laughs> yeah, she she shows a lot of people. She's really proud of her her that, drawings. She should be there. They're, they're, they're great. really How, good. And she's six. She's six. She'll be seven. In yeah, the and she. You said she was like watching YouTube tutorials on how to draw stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They would look better than mine would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. It's. Uh, so it's good, but uh, like on my wall here in my room, uh-huh. that's her art. Right. <laughs> that's her art, and there's just like scribbles. She's, she's evolving as an artist. Yeah. Yes, which is really cool to see, by the way. Yeah. Just being like, oh look, they're they're touching the ground now. Yeah. They're not just floating <laughs> blobs. She was really upset that they they were um, not centered. Oh, like she would throw away pieces of paper because they weren't centered. Can't you like cut the? I can explain that to her, but yeah. she's just like, no, got to be perfect. She's like, got then a why are you using a pen? <laughs> why are you using a marker? She's got a specific vision. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. But they're really good. Like that, that, that is it a bear? No, it's a wolf, wolf dog, whatever. Yeah. That one's really good. I might actually steal that and bring it here. <laughs> Be like, this is my daughter. Yeah. Anyway, so we got two songs here, two yes. tunes. That sounds like the name of the podcast, Bo. It is. Is there some correlation between those two yeah, things? Yeah, so we have two tunes. This is the Two Tunes podcast oh. with me, 
Little me. Barber. <laughs> That'd be funny if we didn't say Brain a bit there. <laughs> and um, we're rusty. We don't have a theme song. No. But what we do have is two tunes that we share <laughs> with each other and hopefully share with you and um, maybe make you listen to something. Yeah. Or maybe make you listen to something you've already listened to. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking to? I'm talking to the viewer. Sure. Or the listener. Yeah. Who does not listen one. to any of our songs. Uh-huh. But when we did the Weezer episode, he listened to Weezer. He's like, oh, my God, I got to listen to that again. <laughs> and then he texted me, and he's like, see, I'm listening to something that was on your podcast. It's like, yeah, nice. but you, it's something you've already heard. Yeah. That's okay. Maybe maybe, maybe with a renewed uh, interest in maybe finding new things. No, I, I, I think it's not renewed. It's just like, I haven't listened to that in a while. Yeah. It's been a minute. Let <laughs> me listen to it again. And then apparently he 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 dove deep into Weezer. Okay. That's with, all right, though. With, I guess it's just those two albums. Yeah. Uh, the blue blue album in Pinkerton, but yeah, and then uh, my other friend Christian, who is part of the Discord, very yeah. vocal on the Discord. Is that the is that the person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay, cool. That, that is says the most. Yeah, and who also agrees with me on that? Yeah, Wild yeah. Mar thing. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to if you want to join <laughs> the conversation and make fun of me, um, because it's really just a bunch of my friends <laughs> um, from high school, or yeah, my life. I'll sh- I'll just say because that's. They're all over the place. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Cool. Who's up first today? You're you're up first. I'm up first today. Yeah. yeah. With a band name that I don't actually know how to say still. <laughs> um there are two two schools of thought. It's Did probably you? none of these either. Like that'd be really funny if it wasn't like pronounced any of the ways. Um I could have actually probably found be- out how to say it. Because you're thinking it's Michelle. I think so. I think it's I Michaels. think it's more Michaels, but not yeah. it might be El Mikel. Uh, it, well, that's the thing. There's several different ways. So it's El Michael's affair, or El Michel affair, or El Miquel affair, or some other. I think El Miquel. Sure. Sounds um, cooler. Sure. Yeah. Could. If you know this band, <coughs> or um, this guy, Leon, t- Leon Michaels, Michelle, whatever, <laughs> is the is the group leader. Um, so the tune is from their like really brand new album. Only came out couple weeks ago march 20 something 24th i want to say no whatever the friday was whatever the friday was the last friday in march i guess um or one of the 26th i don't know something like that it's it's not that old um i think it came out the 24th actually which is weird because it's a wednesday yeah anyway so the, the album just came out uh it's called yeti season like yes the yeti um yeah like and those, those cups right yeah correct <laughs> Why is beeping? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just ignore um, it. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I found out about this. So you've been finding out about new music mostly through Apple Music, where it's like, hey, here's some new stuff you might like. Yeah, which is not a good way, by the way. Oh, this, it's, I, I wanted to bring this thing up. Okay. So you you finish your thought. That's right. So I was just going to say, like, I have I because I'm a Spotify user. I will occasionally go on if I think about it on a Friday to find like the new music stuff, but it's usually just. There's the two lists. There's the one that's like the master just general thing that they're pushing, Mm -hmm. um, which is usually like a lot of hip-hop type things or TikTok type things or country or whatever because that's the big popular stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other list that's like, here's a bunch of people you already like and listen to. They have new music out. So I don't generally find new music from Spotify. Mm -hmm. Um, I usually find it from other people and other things I listen to, either – 
by clicking through Spotify of like recommended people or like people I follow on social media that are like, oh, this person has this new song out or this new album or whatever. So that's how I found out about this was from Marco Benevento, who's a great keyboard player, piano player, musician um, who I really like a lot. And he was like, yo, check out this new album. And I was like, okay, cool. He recommends it. And then I found out that he's on it also. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's where I found this was through essentially his Instagram. Okay, so as I said, or as you said, yeah, uh, I I find music through um, Apple Apple's recommendation, like mm-hmm. new music for you, and like you've been listening to this, right? But it's it's kind of been, or at least maybe I've just been noticing it. Like the first couple tracks will just be like the next track off of that new record, right. That we have been pushing. I remember you said for a while, like for weeks, it was just every track off of Folklore. Yep, yep. And it, and it just does that over and over, over again. Which, like the yeah. first three or four tracks in that list mm-hmm. are just, here's the new thing. I think the Spotify one kind of does that too, yeah. Which which is cool, but it's like, well, I, if I like the song, I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to the album. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like how I, I discovered my song for today is I found it and then I, and it, it's like, you know what, I'm going to listen to the whole record. Yeah which I think that that idea should. But I think it's more important for our viewers or mm, our listeners. I want to say I know. That's well, right. To our listeners um, to to share music. Mm-hmm. What do you think is cool? Tell me. Show other people. Um, I have I, – I discovered – I mean, I didn't discover them, but I was, I was shown by a former student. Mm-hmm. It's like just recently it's like this and like and, – and also – this student's um, musical taste. I'm like surprised that they they like this uh, female led hard rock. Okay, stuff. I always like that when I have students that I like. I total. I think I totally have them pegged musically, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're like this thing, and I'm like, what? You listen to that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you with the Slayer T-shirt on every day. You listen to this thing? Like, <laughs> yeah. This is the the opposite of sure. That. But like, I I I imagine this person li- and they do mm-hmm. listen. I think they really listen to like just a, a wide variety of right. stuff. But most of the students that I have are like hip hop, R and B, soul that that style of music, and not the rock side. Mm-hmm. But um, they they had posted something just uh, leaf fly, fly leaf, fly leaf. Yes, who I, I just know. heard. Uh, whatever their second song was, not the big one, but the second one. When I was at PT like a couple weeks ago, they just mm-hmm. had like this kind of throwback station, on, and I was like, "Oh my god, Flyleaf!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so about them in twenty years. So she had posted that band okay. a while ago, and uh-huh. I'm like, "You listen to this? Right? Who are you?" It's like, "Oh, I was huge into them in middle school," <laughs> and I'm like, "Who okay. at that point was probably already well past yeah, yeah, their yeah. their time." But either way, it's like, "Oh, that's cool." And then recently they. They posted another similar artist, and mm-hmm. I listened to it because, like, I'm interested in in finding new music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this other band, and I forget the name off off the top of my head, but I'm like, this is really good. Yeah. And then she, she's like, I, I knew that you'd like that. Nice. And I was like, well, keep keep sharing music. <laughs> so all of you, share music onto whatever. Just be mm-hmm. like, hey, I just found this band. Or, you know what, this is a band that I think is underrated. And just post it on on whatever social media you have or just tell people about it and be like hey check this out yeah i do i post a lot on my instagram story of of yeah you do just well just in general yes (laughs) but um 
stuff I'm listening to, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like repeat stuff. And then there's sometimes where I'll just like go on a thing, and I'm just like sharing a whole bunch. And mm-hmm. um, actually, I started a playlist of favorite kind of stuff because one of my friends was like, "Can you just make a playlist? You're like posting so many things, I can't like keep up." And I was like, "Sure." So I just kind of did that, and that's my like driving pr- playlist when I want to put on music, the cool. like 180 songs or whatever. So share music. Yeah. Tell me what. Tell us what you're what you're listening to. Mm-hmm. What we should listen to. And Even and if, if you, you have know. like song suggestions too, you think my friend Bonnie actually just sent me a thing. She was like, "I'm curious what you and Bo think of this." So maybe we'll do like a future episode of like listener suggestions. Yes. So possibly. <laughs> Bo's a buzzkill. I'm not. I think that's a good <laughs> idea. I'm the one that suggested it, and you're just like, no. Anyways, uh, you could also go to the Discord, and there's a little section there of su- music suggestions that yeah. no one posts on. That's okay. It's okay. They like to listen and comment, which yeah. is great. That's cool. All right, so I'll start this song. Because it, it starts off slow. Yeah. It's Unati. I'm just listening now. Yeah. Um, I... Enter the, the, the 36 <laughs> chambers of the Wu-Tang 37th clan. chamber. Why? Is it 37? It's 37. In a row? I don't know, man. <laughs> I only know that because of... Kevin Smith fans will get that one. Sure. Uh, yeah, so the the tune is Unati, which is in Hindi, um, and is sung by... Oh, I'm going to mess up her name. It's like Pia Malik or something. Sure. <laughs> yeah, was, Pia, Pia was, Malik. I was going to say Paya. Maybe. But I'm wrong. I think if it, there was an R in there, it'd be Priya. So that's why I think it's Pia. Probably. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's in Hindi, and it means progress. And I can look up the other lyrics at some point because there's yes stuff about it. So we haven't even got to the lyrics, but I just no. wanted to pause it here because um, we are going to be referring to a podcast that was will never be heard <laughs> that has the same material. Um, so like there's like either some sort of filter on it. It's either mm-hmm. like a wah pedal or whatever. And um, we had talked about that there could be this song has a very uh, 60s, 70s vibe to it, mm-hmm. even though it came out last week, two weeks ago, whatever, last month. Um, and early uh, recording consoles didn't have like a fader of, or not a fader, but a, a, a pot where you could go from, like you could do 360 degrees of left to left, left to right, which mm-hmm. is actually 180 degrees. But you either had center, mm-hmm. you had left, or you had right. Mm-hmm. And really I wanted to, anyways, more things that, that I want to throw <laughs> in and be like, that would be really cool if we if I actually edited this yeah. at all. Um, but it sounds like there's, it's it's kind of like um, a little bit to the, the left, mm-hmm. and then like there's part of it to the right. And it could be like the reverb is to the left where the sound is to the right. Because yeah. they'll, they'll do that as well, where it's... You put the instrument to the one side, and then you put the reverb to the other side. That's cool. Yeah, it's super 60s, 70s rock. I don't want to call it rock, though. But, like, in the 60s, this would have been rock. Like, this has been folk rock, kind of. I I, I keep thinking. Like the processed horns tune. Yes. And I, as I was looking at who plays on this, like, 
So there's the vocals come in. So uh, the trumpet player is Michael Leanhart, who's like a legit jazz guy and like is in all kinds of different groups and stuff. And um, that's kind of cool that he plays on this. And then the guy who leads the group, Leon Michel, whatever, however you say his name, plays sax and flute and different stuff too. So yeah. he's adding some of that things. I like her voice a lot. Yeah, it's really, really cool. This is a language too. Not that I listen to like a ton of stuff in Hindi. We, should, we need to talk about that part. Yeah, who paused for a second? Yes. So not that I listen to like a ton of stuff in Hindi, but every time I do it, I'm like, man, that's a great language for singing. Mm-hmm. That one, that and like Portuguese are like two of my favorites okay. for singing because they just... They're very musical and the way that, like, just the way that things are pronounced and whatever. But, like, I don't know. There's something about them and the vowel shapes and the different stuff that it just fits well over. There might not be I'm – I'm trying to think. And, it's like, there might not be that very hard consonant. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Yeah, there's for my, sure. There's my two cents. No, but I, I think that's a big part of it for sure. Yeah. So do you want to go back to that part? That, that like. Well, I just wanted to, to talk about how the shift. It, the it, yeah, it, it shifts from this. Which you could say, oh, it goes faster, or you could say that it goes slower, depending on how you yeah. count. It which feels will, faster. There's definitely a. Yes. Shift. Yes, because the oh, and that thing, that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Look at well, we're we're remembering things. From I know. <laughs> I want to talk about the lyrics real quick while you're just go back a second to find that spot. I found it. Oh well, I'm still gonna talk about lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, unati means progress, uh, and the lyrics are as you sow, so shall you reap. This is the path for truth, for life, and for the world. For the sake of progress, this is the true way. Uh, they repeat the as you sow, so shall you reap, and then for the sake of progress, without distances, without consequences, victory can be ours. Victory can be ours, um, and then they repeat some of those things but that faster part is come come let's go together i won't leave you come come let's go together i won't leave you so come, come, let's go together let's go together yeah yeah so got it cool so this part right here uh this is a production thing that i noticed as i'm rubbing my hands with sanitizer mm-hmm. sanitizer um after the vocals are done there's reverb that and this kind of falls uh, my my theory of like left right center falls falls away mm-hmm. at this point um mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll take it's basically like taking a sample but it's not really because it's just like they're turning up the feedback Mm -hmm. so the reverb unit would like grab a little bit of the sound and then they turn up the the feedback so it just like keeps repeating over and over and kind of building up Mm -hmm. and then it moves to the left Hmm. so listen to that there it's louder and it's to the left and then Yeah, uh, this, this reminds me. So, like, it does have that '60s '70s vibe in it. I almost wonder if they didn't intentionally record it in that way too, but then use yep. the then use the 2021 digital stuff to their advantage also. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, it also sounds like in the way of like, there's more drums in the left and there's more of this in the right, and like, mm-hmm. like, like you would in those old school kind of recordings where you had, like you said, you could only sort of do things certain ways. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, but that could just be a choice and, like, not necessarily using 
using the 60s, 70s technology. Right. Using no, no, the no, no, mentality. no. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the, not the technology, but yeah, using that philosophy of like, we're going to put things in certain spots like it is, like you would hear it. But yeah. then also when we want to use the tech, we will. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like like that thing, which I don't know if it's going to be. No. no that goes in this horn thing. Yeah. Which is very like, it's a lot of just, well, we'll EQ the highs down. Let's. Mm-hmm. Or they're probably just using, like, well, we're going to use a tape emulation. Or they've actually put it onto tape. That could and be. And then let's let's put it as if it's going to be on a vinyl record. Right. And some people actually will do that. They will so, put it onto a vinyl record, and then they'll re-record it. Interesting. Or um, this is more of, like, a DJ thing, where they will they'll make something in the computer, mm-hmm. they'll press it to vinyl, and then they'll use the vinyl as, like, the way to, to sample. Mm-hmm. So like then they can be like oh I'm gonna you know and actually like the physical limitations of that medium yeah. where DJ puts it or sampling it's like well I want the the, the vinyl crackle and hiss or like mm-hmm. I want it to go through the system and the only way to do that is create a record of mm-hmm. it. and people will do that and it's like wow that's a lot of work and it's like yes but we get that yeah and we've talked through this which is good because guess what monetization on youtube yeah which eventually we will maybe i don't know sure oh, oh. pause going to the next song although that kind of that, that flows don't. pretty well the the other yours anyway no yes okay but, yeah. so um the one thing uh so the lyric thing you, you're not necessarily a lyrics guy nope um and which <laughs> is good like, i say that like <laughs> yeah. i'm proud yeah, like, nope not at nope, all nope not at all I hate <laughs> lyrics yeah no, um, I really I do like lyrics, but it's not like the thing that draws me. Yeah, well, and especially it's the thing that grows when you only get a couple listen. Like for this, yep. like if you were gonna go back to this or something else, then you might mm-hmm. dive into the lyrics a little bit more. Yep. Um, but this one's interesting because we don't know what the lyrics are. Like I had to Google what it meant mm-hmm. and and stuff, and so that's kind of interesting. I think you had made the point on the the now non-existent podcast episode that. The mystery it's, episode for a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> is that the really the Patreon. lyrics in this case being in a in a language that you don't understand makes them more part of just the music as opposed to a separate thing. Yep. I think was the point that you're making. I think that's 100%. and that's an interesting thing that I had not thought about. Because I am more of a lyrics guy, but again, I have no idea what she's saying and whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, the the first time I listened to it, the thing that I caught was like, oh, she said the title. <laughs> like when I hear Unati, like, oh, she said the title. I, I recognize that word. <laughs> and yeah, then absolutely. go and then kind of go back. But the interesting thing is actually I had not looked up to lyrics until we tried to record this episode before. Mm-hmm. And I still was enjoying it yes. on its as itself. You- Again, because probably because it's just part of the the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, I made a stupid joke about, uh, <laughs> let's bring it back. And en- en- enter the 30, 37 oh, chambers. Right, yeah. And oh yeah. I didn't even talk about the history you, of this group. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't talk about that. This. So the reason that I said that is uh-huh. they actually have a, um, an album called entered the 36, 30, 37th, chamber. 30, 37th chamber, which is a, go for it. Reference to the Wu Tang Clan because they were the backing band because they for ain't them nothing or something. To yeah, so they were this this group or like some semblance of this group was the backing band for members of Wu Tang Clan like on tour and stuff, and then they have done actually two covers albums of Wu Tang songs. 
um, which I have not listened to. I, I guess they're, maybe they're instrumental. Maybe they're not. I don't. I, I listen really to some of them, and yes, they are. They are okay. That's kind of what I figured. Um, and I don't think it's a covers. I mean, it, it it says that it's a covers, but I think it's more of a tribute. Sure, because, like, or like the, reimagining kind of thing. Is it that? Maybe I don't know okay. enough Wu Tang to be like, yeah, Same, or, yeah, or even to listen to it. And I started listening to a little bit of of those. So be like, oh, that that reminds me of of Wu Tang Clan, or like, mm-hmm. and actually it says is like this is a tribute to Wu Tang. Okay, yeah, like on on the album cover. And then I'm like, oh well, I'll go look up these and like. So there's like a, a song called Cream, but it's like C period R, mm-hmm. and and that is like a direct name swipe or whatever mm-hmm. um but like they don't sound okay similar at all yeah. like it's like i don't un- i don't understand how this is connected to right. that um which i mean i guess i just need to listen to more wu-tang mm-hmm. um but yeah so i i don't know i just like this tune uh the album's good as well um i've listened through it a couple times and there's now i've now gotten to the point where like there's certain tracks i'll skip and whatever but mm-hmm. i like all the ones with with pm Malik on them mm-hmm. how um, many are there uh songs with her oh uh is it three let me just i, you're, ju- you're I just had it pulled up answer. um i mean I, let's see who finds it faster <laughs> let's see who so finds she's it on faster. one two three four. Oh, she's on four one, different two, ones three. yeah Love that. so and there's also uh the shacks the shacks is yeah. another featured artist um as and, and it does look player. like a yeti as in yeah. The, um, oh, yeah. It's snowman. Yeti season. Uh, so it's not the cup company. Nope. And I bet they're not a cup company. I bet they're like we make coolers. I believe that's the, more their claim to fame is the cooler thing. Is it? I think. And Welcome then they to were... our Yeti, our product <laughs> product podcast. Um. So anyway, yeah. But yeah, I just I just dig the tune and and. Uh, I dig it too. It's, it's really cool, chill, vibey. Mm-hmm. Um. And the whole album is kind of like that. And I think all of their records are kind of like. Yeah. Aesthetically uh exploitation music. Yeah. I'm gonna say that, but like it's not like what? Exploitation. No, what? it sounds sounds like it could be from yeah. a kung fu movie or a black exploitation film or or a Tarantino film. Yeah, yeah we sure. we talked about that yeah. a lot. This the... this track especially I, I totally see as like playing mm-hmm. under I can I... see like zooming into uh a cowboy as he like or or cars driving uh-huh. or you know, like anything that's made in the California desert. Yeah. Like I didn't see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but if you told me that that song was in the movie, yeah. I'd be like, yep, I believe it. It's a pretty good, good <laughs> Or film. Kill Bill as well. Kill Bill. That's the same idea. Yeah. yeah. But Welcome to our, anyways, <laughs> drink. <laughs> it's not a game yet. Starbucks. Um, that's, anyways. Uh, so we'll take a pause from our, for our non-existent Bing, sponsors. Boom, boom. That's our pause music. Yeah. All right. Pause. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. I, I put a, I put four clicks in. Sweet. Did you put the actual clicks in? No. Like the 120? One, no, but like four clicks. So that's like what? Two seconds? Yeah. So there'll be two second pause. Sweet. Take a break. Take a breather. <clears throat> All right. So uh, second half of the, of the show is my tune. And What's your tune? Buddy? My tune is called crayon angels uh and this uh it's by lorenzo wolf and grace mclean 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 i think mclean yeah i'm gonna go mclean my dishes (laughs) i don't know that's dumb cool (laughs) is it actually by them bo 
No, it is not. Oh. Because okay, so the album is called "Down Where the Valleys Are Low," another other world for Judy Sill. I love how you brought that up. You're just like, <laughs> I know what you're gonna bring up because <laughs> we did this two days ago. Well, so what's funny is when I was because we always just send each other a link usually, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I for whatever reason didn't click on the link you gave. I just yeah. like searched because I remembered the name of the thing and. On the album cover is now what I know to be a, a, a rendering of Judy Sill in some yep. way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you search Crayon Angels, there's another album that comes up with Judy Sill's actual face on it, yes. knowing that it's her song or whatever. And I just thought it was like either that was a single and that was the cover for the single and like this is the cover for the album or something. I didn't yep. know that it was – I had not done a deeper dive like you had. Yeah, but – so um, yeah, it's by it's written by Judy Sill, who was uh, a singer songwriter in the seventies. Uh, she was the first uh, signee. This is the wrong computer. I got two here. Look at me, I'm famous. Um, I'm important. She was signed to. She was signed to Asylum Records, which uh-huh. was David Geffen's record label. Um, he he was. David Geffen. This is like before he was David Geffen, right? Um, or was becoming. Sure. Because David Geffen, uh, if you guys don't know, he was, a, I'm going to call him a record exec or like a producer. I think probably made his name as a producer. I don't know. Or A&R or something. I don't but, know. That's kind of how I think of him. So yeah. he was trying to get like a bunch of people signed. Mm-hmm. Um or, or he was like, you know, I think you should – he was working at record labels, and he's like, I think that you should go get this person, and I think you should get this person. I think you get this person. And So A&R, basically. Yeah, and I I, I want to say it was Jackson Brown. Mm. Was Jackson Brown his first one? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Jackson Brown. He was trying to get Jackson Brown signed, so I, I think he may have been Jackson Brown's um, manager. Okay. Maybe – or just A&R, mm-hmm. and was, like, trying to get him signed. And he went around, he's, like, trying to get everybody to sign him, and no one's like, no, nah, I don't know. We no. should define A&R, by the way. Uh, okay. Artist and rep, well, artist, and, it stands for artist and repertoire, and which Which I did not know for the longest time, yeah. that the R was repertoire. Yeah. I knew A was artist, and I, I don't know what I thought the R was, if I thought it was anything. Mm-hmm. But it's basically, yeah, the people that, at a record label, that are that are trying to sign people and trying to find people. But the repertoire thing is the thing that's interesting, because theoretically, they would have some say, or could have some say, in not only the artists that get signed, but the type of music that mm-hmm. those artists are playing and stuff. I think, I, I heard an interview uh, I don't know some other podcast um, with somebody who worked A and R for a while, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't really do the repertoire portion of things most of the time. It's mostly about signing artists." But so nowadays, it's completely different. Like the mm-hmm. name has stuck around, right? Um, but so <clears throat> early days of the recording industry, you would have you would be searching for artists, mm-hmm. and what and it's like American Idol, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what your job is mm-hmm. is finding somebody who who has the look, has the voice, like can do the job, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily, they're not looking for somebody who can write material. Mm -hmm. So that is like artist, okay, Mm -hmm. let me find the artist, and then let me find the right songs for that artist, the repertoire. Right. So, and it's, that's the person at the record label who would find an artist and be like, you know what, this song would work for you. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yep. Put them together. Be like, you know what, here's your next song. 
I think that you should record this song. And that was their job because it's 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 all about making money. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, that is artist and repertoire, A&R. But nowadays it's just like, there's so many people at a record label that you can't, like, well, I work directly with, f- fill in the name here, mm-hmm. whoever, like the top person, I'm thinking like Clive Davis. Sure. Like, he's not, he's not, like he's the final say maybe. Maybe, yeah. But <clears throat> he's not the guy who's like, I'm going to go and search for these people. Mm-hmm. So A&Rs are like the people who are like, go find me talent. Yeah. Well, and, like they, <clears throat> and they get submissions and stuff too. Yeah. And depending on the size of the label, it's easier to go through those. And yeah. Whatever. And it's yeah. it's very much like, well, that's my guy to the, the record label. Like mm-hmm. he, he is representing me. Yeah. So or maybe. they'll go out to shows and stuff too yeah. and like – it's and like now you, it's probably got, like a lot of SoundCloud and TikTok. And yeah, yeah. It's like you've got searching. good taste in music. Go find me somebody who you yeah. think is like good. And then like working with them as well. Mm-hmm. So doing that. So um, David Geffen, maybe an A&R at probably, that point. Yeah. Um, and would, was trying to find uh, Jackson Brown to Atlantic Records, trying to get uh, Ahmed Erdogan. Oh, Ahmed Erdogan. There you go. Thank you. I was yeah. going to mess up his name. I've never known how to pronounce it, but I know who he is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the head of Atlantic uh, for a long time. But founder of Atlantic? I don't yes, it says okay. founder. Um, but the the story is that Geffen um was like, if you, it, well, I'll make you a lot of money. If like you're gonna this is this is a, a this is a, you know, this is a sure shot. This is he's gonna get you a ton mm-hmm. of money. He's like, Well This I, is with Jackson Brown, you mean? No, or, this is the, the conversation with Ahmed. Oh, okay. Um, and Ahmed is like, I got a ton of money. Why don't you go start your own record label <laughs> oh, okay. and make a ton of money for yourself? Oh, all right. Thinking that's like, he's not going to do it. So, off, kid. Like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And then uh, he gets, he gets like a, a, a grant or, you know, a loan of, of mm-hmm. X amount of money to start Asylum Records. And the name came from like, he would get like outcasts. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, this is the Asylum. So he he started that, and it had the Eagles, Joni Mitchell, Bob Dylan, Tom Waits, Linda Ronstadt, and then Judy so, Sill. Right. So he did make his millions. I mean, obviously, if you know oh, yeah, if yeah. you know the name David Geffen, you know he did quite well for himself. Yes, like, spoiler he does, alert. But he does have. But that's really funny that all uh, those people are on that particular does, record label. He does have a uh, uh, a concert hall named after him. Yeah, David where Geffen the hall. New York from, Philharmonic yeah, plays from the Lincoln, Lincoln Center. Center. Yeah. Um. But after Asylum, Asylum now is like a hip hop. Um, oh, interesting. Label okay. like it. It, it kind of is it changed. still the same label, or did uh, that name get co opted at some point? Uh, good question. Um, I know that aside, like the those albums are now released on Rhino. Oh, like okay. re released on Rhino. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so it's. I bet it is the same. I bet it just like changed hands and did. Yes, yeah. it's like Island Records. Do you know that that used to be just like people from jamaica like yes. like old school ska and reggae i did and, and then eventually it was weezer and like other stuff and yes yeah um but so asylum records become like merges with Electra records mm-hmm. and then uh, it became a country record label at some point and then now it's a hip-hop record label hmm. but david geffen then became um david geffen records dgc which had uh early um nirvana Weezer, early Weezer, mm-hmm. um, Guns N' Roses, Blink-182, <laughs> Lifehouse. 
Lifehouse. I just thought about them randomly the other day. Wasn't playing anywhere. I just was like driving down the road and I was like, hey, to myself, do you remember Lifehouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then he moved away from that and he started DreamWorks. Oh, okay. So that's David Geffen. Yeah. But David Geffen discovered Judy Stills. Sill. Sill, yeah. Uh, the, the stills might come in, come in, uh, <laughs> come in, in the next section of this. Uh, so, um, between our first recording and this recording of this mm-hmm. podcast, I uh, did more in depth. Gotcha. Um, Judy Sill was a very, very troubled, uh, person yeah. in her life. Um, got arrested, did some, uh, armed robbery. Oh. Like when she was either in high school or just fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, did a lot of drugs, which leads to her uh, her death in 1979 at the age of 35. Mm. Um, her albums didn't do really commercially well, even though I think like they're, they're good songs. I've n- I mean, I've never heard of her. Not that yeah, yeah. that means much, but... They're um, good songs. They're not uh, like... They're not super catchy, mm-hmm. but if you if if you're looking for something new, yeah, I I want to go listen to her stuff. Yeah. I want to listen to the rest of this album, which we haven't even heard anything from the song. Yeah, yet, yeah. But, but that's okay. But I want to listen to like the rest of this album, and then I also want to go back and like check out her stuff. She's. It seems like again, without really knowing much, the you type know. of songs that like songwriters really like, and people can and artists can reimagine more of, which I'm, is. I'm going to do something that I don't okay. really want to do, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, I'm going to play just a little bit of, of the original of the original okay. right now. So here's just like the first stanza. Sure. But, you know, oh yeah, this came out in the 70s. Is okay. that? Crayon angel songs are slightly out of tune. So like acoustic but guitar, sure her voice, and yeah. what, what were you thinking? Like her voice. I was curious what that instrument sound was. Some like English horn or something. You think it's an English horn? Maybe. Or oboe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the original. Yeah. That is what, what year? Uh, Seventy one. Okay. So. And then she died in 79. So, like, that's her first record. Mm-hmm. That's Asylum Records' first release. Release was her. Okay, cool. It was her. Um, and then we have um, this, which is uh, Lorenzo <clears throat> Wolf, who is a producer, and he was intrigued by Judy Sill mm-hmm. and then took a bunch of her songs and tried to interpret it and knowing more about her life, her entire life because mm-hmm. she had passed um, and kind of like the angels and demons that were fighting for her mind or soul. Hmm. All these things are in this uh, little biography of this album. Um, but here's the beginning of Lawrence Wolf's version so at first I was like, ooh, I like vibes. Because mm-hmm. vibes, like, there's such a cool instrument. Yeah. I love that you can, like, change the speed. Yeah, with the motor and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is super cool. Which this thing is like, oh, and this is going to be super relaxing. Mm-hmm. 
And then you're thinking from previous songs, like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be cool like that. Mm-hmm. Until dissonance. So really, like, the only thing that's the same is the melody. melody. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's happened, but I think it will soon. So I sit here waiting for God and a train to the astral plane. And other than the production of it, it almost sounds like it could be like a, like if it was more just like guitar, like heavy, like like distorted guitars and stuff, as opposed to like all the other productional stuff that's happening. Yeah. It almost sounds like it could be like a 90s rock yes. tune in a way, like Riot Girl sort of okay. kind of vibe. But then it's very much this industrial yeah, there's there's industrial. And I said to you, like, yeah. it has that Nine Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails kind of vibe to it. Because we have to mention him every episode. Yeah. <laughs> now, this, this song only has three stanzas. Mm-hmm. And there's not really, like, a chorus yeah. to this at all. So this is kind of like the bridge. Right. But, like, those aren't... I don't know if those are lyrics or not, or what they're saying. Because it's not written down. And I don't know what that is, but uh-huh. it's like really cool because it just drags you out. Yeah. And then the weird, and then pushes you right back. And it just it just builds, but not like a ton. Yeah. Because each stanza has something new to it. So this has like the two different voices. Yeah. Like the one up the octave. Yeah. And, yeah. Now this album also has. Um, I love this part. Just that 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 little dip, because everything's uh-huh. just kind of like very linear. Yeah. Um, but the album, Lorenzo Wolf is is the producer, of it. right? And then uh, Grace is only on this track. Everybody, every other song mm-hmm. is a different singer. And this is very much a tribute album as well. Yes. Like we sort of talked about those those uh, Wu Tang ones were like like reimaginings and. Yeah, not, this not is, direct covers. No, of, no. This yeah. is like as as you know, just comparing the mm-hmm. the first little bit to this. Yeah. It's not any like this Now, is, again, I haven't listened to more than just this track. Are they all of this kind of vibe or does the vibe totally the, change? The depending vibe on totally that? changes because I like this song. Like this is the thing that's like, ooh, I really like this. Let me listen to the rest of the album. Right. And then you listen to the other album, it's like, well, it, we don't get this. Back to the vibes here. Yeah, and that's how it ends. Yeah. But the vibe intro thing, like while I like it, it's odd. It's to too me. long. Well, it's like I I almost want to hear more of what that is. Okay. Like develop that more. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on this song. You know, sure. that 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 happens a lot in in different. I have no examples of this off the top of my head, but there's there's many tunes that I hear, or that I've heard where I hear like a thing, mm-hmm. in it, and, and it's just like maybe like part of the bridge or, or or part of the outro sometimes or this other thing or maybe part of the intro like this and then that's it and i'm like oh man you could take that and turn that into a whole piece or like yeah. develop off of that um i had one in mind and it just like it just went out of my head but but I, i've heard that a lot in different pieces I, of music I have it's like not an idea but yeah. it, it came up in my search for stuff um and it's going back to nine inch nails <laughs> um there's this girl 
on YouTube who, like her whole YouTube channel is just her dissecting Nine Inch Nails songs. Oh, okay. Like she just goes through, is like, this is this song. Mm-hmm. This is what this is doing. That's um, cool. And she did uh, something, something I Can Never Have. I think that's the name of the song. It's off his first record. I'll Never Know. You should really listen to that song. It's really <laughs> good. Um, but there's like a bridge in it, and mm. she mentions that that like this could be a whole other thing. Yeah. Like this doesn't like it works with this song, mm-hmm. but it could be a whole different yeah. Nails song. Hmm. It's really really cool. There's it's got one, this shoot man. There's one like I just heard this tune that's it's, like it's how I remember a on the tip of fit. my tongue. Oh, interesting. There's there's one though that's like right on the like I can almost think of it at. Uh, but it's like the ending of this one song. Like they get through the song and then it like mm-hmm. switches gears to this other thing. But that's all that other thing is. It's just the ending of the song. It's like, no, dude, make more of that. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm going to play this version because you brought it up kind of sort of. Something I can never have is a song. And I'm playing the version off of what's known as Still. Okay. Uh, which is kind of like an acoustic version of it. Okay. This is the Nine Inch Nails This is the Nine Inch Nails song. your perfect fifth (laughs) and then here's your minor second which this little phrase here like that's in the whole song okay and then there's like just bass notes Mm -hmm. versus the original version which is in a different key and a little bit faster Is it a different key? It sounded like slightly... I think it was like detuned a little bit or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's everything faster. Mm -hmm. But, uh... I'm just fast-forwarding. Trying to find the bridge. It's not the bridge. It's the the chorus. Mm -hmm. Which has this. this that. Oh, it's just that thing. Yeah. And it's going from left to right. But the, the bridge is. I mean, it could have been a different song. Sure. I don't know. It was Nine Inch Nails. Right. It reminded me of this. Yeah. But there's I, there's a version of, of this song. Gotcha. Um, so anyway, yeah. So the vibe thing, I don't know, takes me out a little bit. But I like that. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm interested to go back and... And listen to more of that record. Yeah, but then also check out more of Judy Sill and, mm-hmm. and her stuff. I'm interested. Yeah, her stuff's really, really cool. Yeah. It, it well, how many albums did she make? Two? Uh, she made two before she died. She was working on a third, and it was released later. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that kind of old school singer songer singer songwritery kind of stuff yeah i mean um, with the other names and like that beside, are on that record label oh yeah like the joni mitchell and yeah and it's stuff, like and bob dylan and yeah got great singer songwriters yeah it's like, totally makes sense and they're like you know like southern california mm-hmm. vibe to it but yeah. weird as well yeah cool well i ho- hope you all listening dive deeper into some stuff like we mentioned before and share yeah, some rich. stuff and Come on, Rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's you know that's the point. That's like we want to expose you to new music and have you share it with other people. Speaking of sharing, share, share on social media. Oh yeah, yeah. Let share people, us. Let people know media. that you listen to this podcast and that you like it. Hopefully, 
um, rate us, review us on whatever thing you're doing. The easiest thing to do is five stars. You just click all the way over to the right, get all those, or whatever the top thing is. Um, leave a review. Any kind of engagement helps a lot for people to know it. So share yeah. on social media. And as our friends in that one emo band say, tell your friends. Tell all your friends. <laughs> tell all your friends. Um, but you can find us at tutunespodcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. You can find us on Instagram, Instagram at Podcast. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us because we both get notifications. Yep. And yeah. also, if you want to follow us on Discord and join the conversation with, with Christian and I, <laughs> <laughs> um, go to – it's in, the, it's in the, the show notes. Yeah. There's a – Discord also, we're on Facebook. Room. Tell, tell your, yes, tell your grandparents. Facebook. Tell your grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> were you the one? Was that in this episode that we talked about, like Facebook being? Oh, like, like your the past episode. I talked about that sticker that I have that I got at Warp Tour like 15 years ago that says yeah. "Parents don't belong on Facebook," and that's which all was super call. relevant at the time. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. That's all right. Good. All See, right. Until Thanks for next listening. Time. Bye. Yeah. Peace.